Hi, it's Sarah. And Kate. And welcome back to the Ain't No Shame podcast. Um, Today we're going to do some like deep and controversial questions. But first, just a little... Update on our lives. Update on our lives, yeah. A little dip in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could go in the pool right now. Jesus, hot. It's so hot. We My... started talking about the weather. <laughs> I started with, like, the lamest small talk. Okay, my room, we're recording in my room, and I'm, we're both sweating right now, because it's an attic room, and the AC doesn't reach it, and heat rises, so. We have her fan, like, oscillating on, like, the lowest level, so hopefully y'all can't hear it, but if you can, um, I don't apologize, because I'm not about to be, like, getting heat stroke recording. It's hotter in here than it is outside. Mm Mm-hmm. But anyways, what have you been up to? Um... Well, I started summer classes today, so um, anybody who is also doing summer classes, I'm sorry, your life sucks, Um, (laughs) because I am not looking forward to it. Both of my classes require, like, chapter textbook reading Mm -hmm. every week, and one of them, it's like, you have to read the chapter and write a several-page summary every week. Several-page? Yeah. And so, but... With my ADHD accommodations, I get extensions on reading assignments. Oh, nice. So I get, like, a, like, I just have to send that to the teacher yeah. and say, Don't get like. get behind, though. See, if I had an extension, no, it would, no, no. It would, but it it gets hurt me. Because it takes me so long to read. And so, I like, it always puts me on, like, a time crunch yeah. to write because it takes me so long to read. So if I can get, you know, seven days to do the reading and then another two days to do the writing, like, you know, just get, like, an extra two or three days to do the assignment, then it gives me a little bit more leeway with it. It takes me so long to read, too, but I've been forcing myself, like, every morning I've been reading a book, just, like, a couple chapters, Mm -hmm. and then, but literally, like, less than ten pages, because after ten pages, I'm, it just goes right over my head. Yeah. No, me too, except it's, like, two pages. Two pages? It's really hard for me to focus when I'm reading. Yeah. Um... But speaking of reading, um, Sarah and I are going to start reading a self-help book. And then later down the line, we're going to do an episode on what we learned and our thoughts from it and stuff like that. And how we already are going to start applying those things into our lives. Um, If you guys want to hear more things like that and you guys have like a self-help book recommendation... Uh, send it over to us because we like books like that anyways yeah so. that's exactly like i'm reading one right now and mm-hmm. i've read a couple other and ones and it's called so. you're a badass that's the one she's reading yeah. right now very good and also the last one i read was uh unfuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a really good book both, yeah. one, both of them are really good the last self-help book that i read was you do you by sarah knight and then the one that we're reading um, together soon together is fuck no by sarah knight um all these cuss words we were talking I know, about right? <laughs> all the self-help books have cuss words but it's also like it's the best because you know that when they have that that author is really truthful yeah and they just talk to you like they they write like they're talking to you yeah and so it's I they're agree. really easy reads um because they're just like you're a person and i'm a person yeah. and this is how i would talk they're to just you putting it out there yeah they're just like and, like this is what makes it's sense. It's like a confidence thing, too. Like, oh, 100%. Boom, you're powerful. It is. <laughs> Fuck no. Sorry, guys. We you're have to put explicit ass. on this episode. <laughs> Just start with, like, passwords. Um, That's funny. Yeah, but, oh, I also went on a date today. You did? We yeah. didn't tell me about this. I know. Um, I was saving it. Oh, okay. But um, go? it was good. It was with um, my friend. We've been friends for three years. Um, 
and he's liked me that entire time. So, Kevin, if you're listening, hi. Everyone Kate's friends with just, like, slowly starts to like her. He liked me from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, we just went on a date today, and we're going out again tomorrow. What was your date? What did you guys do? Um, we went and got lunch, and then we went and hung out and watched uh, Curtis Connor on YouTube mm-hmm. for, like, two hours at his house. That's the best. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so good. I actually just ordered some of his merch, and it's coming in um, on Saturday. Nice. So... Yeah. Fun stuff. Okay. And then you and Eric have plans soon, too. Yeah. Uh, it's his friend's birthday this weekend, so we're going to go to the birthday party and just hang out. We're going to go fishing, but I don't have my fishing license, and oh, we're, we're going to see about that. We're going to go to Hack Lake, actually. Yeah. I saw like- you were talking about it with, like, your friends, and then mm-hmm. I was like, me and Eric, we're going to go there to go fishing. Oh, cool. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that's the little update from this week. <laughs> But diving into the deep end of the, the questions. <laughs> so, so corny. Just right off the bat. <laughs> I don't feel bad. I'm like, I'm probably going to cuss more in this episode just because we already started like that. So, um, I'm actually, yeah. I'm actually like, just because the way I've been raised, like, I was raised not to cuss. So I'm just like, inherently don't do it. I was raised Unless not I'm to cuss. I'm quoting someone, but. But my parents do a lot and they always have a lot. So it's just kind of like. In your nature. It's in my, it's in my nature. It's yeah. in my DNA. <laughs> it's in your DNA. Um, but you go ahead and start. Right. So the question is, do we believe in ghosts? What's your take on this? Uh, no? Question mark? Um, <laughs> we don't want to piss the spirits off. Yeah, right. Don't want to piss the spirits <laughs> off. I definitely, like, in middle school, watched a lot of, like, ghost hunting shows. Or, like, I watched Ghost Whisperer and, too. like did Ouija boards and mm-hmm. stuff and you did Ouija boards yeah how was your experience I've never done that um it was pretty fun like I would just like do it with my friends because we just did dumb stuff yeah. all the time in middle school how did you think though did you think like it was just you guys moving it around or what well like I would think that but then I'd like look up and be like who's moving it and like legit everyone would look surprised yeah. and be like it's not me and like like would look at other people with the same kind of like not even the same kind of look I had because as soon as I would ask who's moving it I'd look at somebody and they're like I didn't do it, and, like, yeah. they legit, like, I knew my friends so well, and I'm like, you're not lying. Like, I no know just, like, when you're around. lying. Yeah, like. So, did you believe in it, though? I definitely thought there was something going on, but I'm like, there's probably, like, magnets inside yeah. the board or something. Like, you know what I mean? hmm But, um, no, yeah, like, so, I don't, I don't think I would get discarded, but I don't, like, definitely believe. Do you have any personal experiences? Um... Any weird Yeah, my opening? sink always turns on. Like, <laughs> well, your sink randomly. is motion sensor. No, Not when no one. one's near it. Okay. We'll all be in, like, I think my house is low-key haunted because we'll sit, like, I say, so I say she I doesn't believe in ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> Two seconds later, <laughs> my I'm house like, is haunted. But I'm like, okay, but if I did believe in ghosts, my house is definitely haunted because, or at least my sink is because <laughs> we oh, got, wow. we got this, like, motion sensor sink so basically if you stick your hand in front of like the front of the faucet Mm -hmm. it turns on until the motion is like not there anymore but if you wave your hand over the top it stays on until you wave back over it to Mm -hmm. turn it off there has been like probably upwards of 10 times that the entire family has been in the living room no one has been in the kitchen in at least 15 minutes and the sink will just turn on and run mm-hmm. and turn itself off and it's like the scariest thing ever yeah how do you explain that is it a breeze like what's up no yeah exactly well they're like no windows open no doors open like it's like there's like 
I don't even know, like, little mites that are too small to see, like, flying by, and they're just, like, Yeah, like, yeah. So, I would also say I don't believe in ghosts. I've watched, like, the shows and stuff, but honestly, yeah. it's kind of, like, I find them kind of cheesy. Like, yeah. they go in the forest and, like, I heard something. Like, <laughs> obviously, you heard something, you're in a forest. Or, yeah, Or just, right? like, house stuff. I don't know. I feel like it's really hard to know when people are faking stuff, too. So, yeah. Or, the thing that I think is, I don't doubt that things have happened, but I feel like our mind can play tricks on us. So, like, when I was a oh, kid. Oh, it definitely does. When I was a kid, I always, like, when it's nighttime and you walk mm-hmm. by a window and you see your own reflection and it scares you. Yeah. Like, I feel like stuff like that can just be exaggerated for people. Mm-hmm. And so it's something, like, with lighting, like, the way that lighting works yeah. or, like, a spider web or something that makes people see things that's not actually, like, a yeah. ghost, but it's just, like, uh weird lighting or something okay i will say this though like in elementary and middle school and it's still like sometimes now mm-hmm. like i i would never like for the mostly when i was younger like i don't really like it's not really like this now but even into like mid, like late middle school i would not sleep with any of my like appendages except for my head sticking out of my blankets <laughs> because i was so scared that something would like reach out under my bed and like grab my leg and like yank me off my bed yeah and then the other thing, too, is I was like, oh, shoot, I forgot. But <laughs> I, I had two things. ADHD. But, no, I definitely, like, oh, I won't sleep next to the wall. Mm-hmm. Like, I Why don't. the wall? I don't know. Like, I don't sleep next to the wall. It scares the sh- like, shit out of me. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I've already sworn on this episode. <laughs> it scares the shit out of me to sleep next to the wall. Like, I cannot, like, I can't do it. Like, I yeah. just won't do it. Like, it just, like, it just, it just feels weird to me. And when I was a kid, I think it was because I thought, like, that, like, something would come up in between yeah. the wall. See, for me, it's, like, the same thing. I would, I want to, like, I would cover myself in blankets and stuff. But it wasn't for ghosts. It was because my bedroom, when I was a kid, was downstairs. And the window's at the front of the house. And I always thought someone was going to break in. And my room would be the first room that they'd climb oh. into. So I was like, someone's going to kidnap me or, like... Someone's gonna grab so my. So under the blankets, I'm fine. Yeah, so it's like a, <laughs> I was scared of a serial killer. Not well, I thought so like if they can't see yeah. my face, they're not right, gonna yeah, like grab so me. I can't see you. You can't see me. Maybe I would put the blanket over my head. <laughs> oh my gosh, my mom sleeps like that. Like she, but like all the way over her like scalp. Yeah. Like I leave a little breathing hole, but <laughs> she's, she's completely like under the blankets. And I'm like, how are you not dying? Yeah. Like of just like breathing CO two. Is like, we not hear things though? Like downstairs oh, yeah. and there's rocks out right outside my window and i always hear there's probably the neighbor's cat but i always yeah. think that someone was walking right outside my window and instead of looking out the window i just put the blanket over my head and lay there <laughs> but yeah i'm definitely more scared of like serial killers or like just anybody like coming into my house and like that mm-hmm. i'm not expecting like that's definitely yeah. more of like a fear now like than i've definitely heard some crazy ghost stories though and like if oh, yeah. you guys are listening and you're like you guys are so stupid because this has happened to me <laughs> please like send us the story yeah if we're because i we if you do, think like, we're scary wrong. stories that'd be great. yeah if anyone has any scary stories or like ghost stories or experiences let us know because that'd be really fun to read um the next question is will we ever find equality as a society and i think that's kind of like in a lot of different ways i read this mostly as like a like a perfect thing like is there gonna mm-hmm. be like a utopia type situation yeah, like what i meant when i wrote this yeah exactly so like is everyone gonna be like like completely equal pay all across the board you know everyone is completely equal there's no discrepancies no prejudice no prejudice at all um i have a couple of things to say about this and like 
by the way, just, like, as a heads up for the rest of this episode, um, and for, like, a whole episode in general, if you, um, don't like something that we say, we're not trying to, like, offend anybody at all, um, we're just speaking, like, our opinions and our thoughts on this based on our own experience and knowledge, um, up to this point in our life, and we're not saying that we're right or that we're wrong, Mm -hmm. um, and or that anybody else's opinions are right or wrong on this. We're just it's just our thoughts and our opinions. It's just you know for fun, um, so exactly. Yeah. We're not just, saying we're right. We're just saying our opinions. We're so. just saying our opinions and open to hearing other people's. And, yeah. So just don't blow us up with hate, please. <laughs> like if like share your knowledge, but don't hate on us. <laughs> um, but I think that there. I don't think that there ever will be like complete equality. Um. Because, like, if you're Christian like us, you know, people aren't straight up born good. Um, You have to, like, work for that. Um, And this kind of plays into another question later. But, um, like, you have to work for that. And then the other thing is, too, is, like, I'm thinking, like, people just aren't perfect people. Like, people aren't perfect. Yeah. And there's going to be disagreements and things like that because like literally if everything was like perfect and equal there wouldn't be arguments Mm -hmm. but that's never gonna happen um because that's not how humans are and I don't think it's healthy to not have them because there are such thing as healthy arguments and I think that some inequality is good like obviously not anything um like with what like for instance in this time like what the black community is dealing with with um like, prejudice from police and stuff like that, like, that, obviously, it should, an education, and just all those things, um, and any, any community that's dealing with stuff like that, like, that bad, obviously, it, it hopefully will never be like that, um, and it shouldn't be like that, but I think a little bit, um, across the board, like, of inequality is good, because it challenges people to be better, and it challenges you to grow, and I think that that's important, um, Please do not take that the wrong way. If you have questions and, like, want me to explain further, I can. We don't have a billion, you know, hours to do this episode. But um, do not take that the wrong way. But I do think that, like, some difference is good because it's good for growth of, like, your own mind and stuff like that. And like you said, I just don't think it's possible to have, like, shared cross-equality. I think some people aren't going to try as hard as other people. And you can't just give everyone the same thing if, like what they put into it isn't the same mm-hmm. but also some people are putting into the same and then not getting the same out which is what's wrong with a lot of that's systems. what's wrong yeah it's like when people are putting in the same effort or like um like we'll just stick with effort for mm-hmm. the sake of time but um that's where like things are really wrong it's like oh like these people are doing the two same exact things but or even working harder or like working or yeah or even working harder but because she's a woman she's gonna get paid less yeah or, be, or more more because he's a man, he's going to get paid yeah. more. But we're That's talking about it. the people who aren't putting in an effort and are expecting to get the same amount of benefits as Yeah, we're, that's not okay. And I, I feel like if you hear that, like, most people would agree. But then when it comes down to, like, the circumstance, like, people disagree. And it's like, well, but this is kind of what's yeah. going on, so. Yeah, and it's really hard to generalize everything. I, I feel like it a lot is, of yeah. arguments come from generalizing because everyone's circumstances are different. So this mm-hmm. is just a blanket statement yeah. we're not like focusing on individual circumstances exactly um did turn. you want to do is war necessary i think you had some thoughts on it yeah so we have is war necessary and 
I don't think so. Um, and this kind of plays into, and like, this is definitely like two completely different things, but so please also don't take this the wrong way. (laughs) But, um, like there's the two different types of, um, ways that people are trying to Sorry, there was, like, a fly, like, flying around. I'm just <laughs> swatted out of my eyesight because I'm like, please go away. <laughs> Anyways, with the um, BLM movement, um, people are handling it different ways um, when they are going out to um, take matters into their hands about it. And so there's people who are protesting and peacefully protesting and, and stuff like that. Um, and, like, you know, supporting... Um, black artists and businesses and stuff like that and doing those kinds of things and then um, trying to get like defunding from the police to put it towards more social services and whatnot and like that's really cool and healthy and whatnot but then there's the people who are like destroying things and looting and like there's other people getting hurt and it's for me um, which is why I'm gonna say for the like most part like I don't think war is necessary because I don't think violence is the answer so when it comes to like the looting and like people who say that they're protesting, quote-unquote, but they're, like, putting other people in danger or their lives in danger and stuff like that, like, I'm not okay with that because even though, like, it has gotten us places before, like, when people um, compare things to, you know, other violent situations in yeah. the past. and that's the, the and side it's of like, it that people And it's like, say. yes, it did get us somewhere, but is that how we wanted to get there? Like, there's better ways of getting there, I think, and I know that it's a really tough topic but overall like I don't think that violence is the answer to anything so my answer for that is no yeah but I I don't agree with writing but I do know people's like reason behind it is because they think people don't listen when people until you do until you do I understand the reasoning for sure but also I think a lot of people just piggyback off of like writing and don't actually care about the movement and just want to benefit from like looting places there are definitely some people doing that and it's really sad yeah Because then it makes the people who are doing it for good reasoning look worse. Mm -hmm. And I, like, it's really sad when that happens. I would say a big, big impact you can do is vote. That makes a huge difference. Voting makes a big difference, yeah. You not voting and leaving it up to other people, like... And having the... So, I, I, yeah, I'd say voting and then having those conversations Mm -hmm. um, and doing research and trying to get research from like non-bias or as non-bias as possible sources Mm -hmm. um is gonna be like I feel like the best way to help um unless you have like a lot of money and can donate to things like that but I highly doubt anyone listening has a lot of money to donate towards um causes that can help but even a little bit counts (laughs) um so that's good (laughs) well okay this kind of goes into your violence uh like topic but yeah are people born good or evil and i think this isn't a super straightforward question because there's different like levels to this. levels to this but what would you say so um like well the bible says that everyone is born evil right and um like you're tempted um your whole life by evil mm-hmm. um and you're you supposed to, to be born to be good. good and then because of adam and eve now yeah, everyone's born in sin yeah, we're all born in sin. And so, um, I think, like, from, like, a scientific standpoint, I think that this question is really hard to answer, and I honestly don't really have a whole answer for it, because, um, a lot of people's personalities, like, well, a good portion of people's personalities 
is determined by genetics. Like, that's a fact. Um, and then a good portion of your personality is developed by how you're raised and the situations that you're put in. Mm-hmm. But sometimes how you handle those situations is determined by those genetics. So you could be put in, like, the best situation possible with, like, a great family and stuff like that. And then there's still people who turn out to be, like, serial killers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then there's people who, um, like, my, I have a teacher whose father grew up um, with just some of the most horrendous things happening, like, that he had to deal with, like, his parents were murdered and he moved to America from Mexico, like, a while back. So when it was really, really, really difficult and, like, not, um, there was, like, hardly any help for those kinds of people. And he, like, saw people die and things like that. And it was, like, really just, like, a really sad story, and you would think that he would come out and, like, have all these mental disorders and stuff like that, Mm. and be, like, a drunk or a drug addict or, you know, a bad parent, but he was, like, one of the best parents and just, like, a super happy and optimistic person, even though he went through, like, some stuff that a lot of people could never even try to imagine. Yeah. And so I feel like there's this, like, concoction between your genes and the situations you're put in, because I Mm -hmm. think they really bounce off of each other and so i really don't have an answer for this like from a scientific standpoint so i want to add so the reason why people are evil and you talked about circumstances and i had this conversation with eric but there are people who become evil because bad things have happened to them in their childhood or work or just throughout their life something traumatic has happened to them and then they relay that on to other people but we were talking about say like this goes back to the utopia but if everyone is born like everyone was doing the same thing like er everything was like perfect would people still be and like was raised in a great home would people still become evil and i think it would and i think it has to do with survival and greed yeah because the greed is a huge thing the human nature is to like when it comes down to like when you put people on an island or something there's there could possibly be someone who when it gets down to it, if they need to survive, they're going to do something evil, even though they're not an evil person, which I think that's, I think that's that's what evil rooted from is just people trying to survive. And then like, maybe they do so, or I also talked about this, but it could be like an accident. Like say you like accidentally run over a squirrel, which is really sad. And I cry if ever I see it like a squirrel, but um, say you accidentally run over a squirrel and you're not like, a necessarily evil person but when you do that you get like a rush or something and then that creates you to become over time like start killing like more and more things yeah which doing evil um, things yeah so i think it's like there's so many like weird reasons but at first i always thought like something could have at first i always thought something must have happened to someone to make them um act that way but also i think it could come down to someone um trying to survive or mm-hmm. put themselves in a better place than someone, which goes to the greed point. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. No, I think the survival thing's a really good point because um just I don't think people realize that. Cause sometimes you do things and like you don't really have an explanation for it. You have no reasoning behind it, and it's like it's mm-hmm. just how like your human nature is. Like you're just Yeah, what's well, like it's when, just you as a human doing what you need to do. Yeah. Well it's like when like your kid and people bully why do you bully you're trying to put yourself ahead of someone else like that's survival in a way you're trying to it is yeah. you're trying to be on the top group like yeah because you'll survive yeah more yeah exactly um that's such a like that question could go on forever mm-hmm. um the next question 
is should you go to jail for possession of weed? So basically, Sarah, you explain this one. Yeah, so because weed has been illegal bef- in the past. And, and it's only recently, in the last few years, become mm-hmm. legal. legal by state in some states. Yeah, exactly. And so this question goes to like people who have been charged and are serving time for possession of weed and how now in some states it's becoming legal and how if they should be if they should still be serving that time for possession of weed when it's legal in states right now and i don't think that they should yeah so i don't think there's any problem with it becoming um federally legal which is like why i would say like i don't think they should be because there's also a lot of people in jail one for crimes that they didn't commit but also to like crimes that you don't need to be like in prison or in jail for Mm -hmm. um because it's just taking up oh it takes a lot of money to take care of someone who is incarcerated yeah um and i think there are definitely people who need to be incarcerated and should not be in the public Mm -hmm. um there are people like that but that's also like a another like whole big subject but when it comes down to this like i think that if alcohol can be legal then marijuana should be legal because alcohol is extremely dangerous extremely quickly Mm -hmm. and most people that use marijuana don't like abuse it to the point that like alcohol is Mm -hmm. there's more deaths more deaths from alcohol than there is from marijuana Marijuana. even alcohol is way way widely legal like like it's encouraged and it's like pushed in restaurants and like i had to like push alcohol sales mm-hmm. like that was encouraged because it makes money and like that's legal mm-hmm. you know what i mean like and that marijuana isn't like federally legal and then that people are still serving time, serving time. and you touched on something that i want to talk about but part of the merit like the systems that are messed up in america like we could talk about police and mm-hmm. stuff like that but also like you talked about it the number of people who are in prison that shouldn't be in prison the amount of money that america puts into prison do you know how long most people send on, spend on death row they spend like years in death row and they have tvs they live they are in their own cell they don't share cells they get fed three full meals a day they have like like electricity like i said they have electricity because they have the tv in their room and stuff um in like some prisons mm-hmm. and like that's so much money to keep someone alive that is on death row like yeah. And death row is a whole nother topic, but I'm yeah. saying, like, if someone is, like, like just for the sake of, like, death row being a thing and, like, that being the end goal, like, mm-hmm. if if you if the judges already decided that they're going to be put down, basically, like, for lack of a better term, why is the state and, like, the government spending so much money mm-hmm. to, like, keep them comfortable? Yeah. And I'm even talking about, like, minor things that people oh, go yeah. to prison for. And what's wrong with our system is they go to prison, they get out of prison, and they just go right back into prison. Where I think because they didn't get any help in prison. Instead of spending money on the prison system itself, putting money into rehabilitation centers and educational centers, and things where it gets these people jobs and other opportunities instead of for those more minor situations. For for minor situations, but that's a huge percent of people who are in jail oh yeah um get out in a couple years and they've been treated like trash in jail by superiors and then well and then there's other things too like so for instance my dad has a felony on his record Mm -hmm. but it would and so like that's hurt like my dad in some ways like 
he his, he put his life his the way his life has gone it hasn't really affected him too much but like if he had bigger aspirations and stuff like he would have had to jump through so many hoops and would have been shut down so many times because he has this felony on his record mm-hmm. and the felony was because um it was burglary by association because he bought a necklace from his friend that his friend was selling to give to his mom or or my mom or something like that um when he was young but he didn't know the necklace was stolen. He had no clue. And but my dad got a felony. Yeah. And because it was has hard time getting and, and, yeah, and if and you so, want to. Like. So he like my dad can't buy a gun. Um he has like you know there's there's a lot of other things mm-hmm. that like it affects and it wasn't even like yeah. his fault. Like he didn't do anything yeah. to deserve that. I think there's a lot of stuff like that. And if you guys That's are interested in like looking into organizations and stuff try do like looking into uh the innocent project i think you can donate to them but they work to uh what's it called like release innocent people who are in prison like mm-hmm. work on their case so that they can get out early yeah save Stephen avery <laughs> if you guys have seen making a murder it's a great great um two season series on netflix about a man who's incarcerated for something that well, first, he was incarcerated for 18 years for something that he was proven by DNA evidence that he did not do. Mm-hmm. And then there's another season where he, he got re, like... Um, this is this a true story? Yes, it's a true okay. story. And it's, like, all up to date. But basically, mm-hmm. he got sent back to prison um, for the murder of someone who he claims he didn't um, claim the murder for. And they um, he gets a lawyer, and basically the whole second season is, like, her breaking down all the little bits of his claim. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, trying to debunk all those things. And yeah. so it's really, really interesting to watch. I'm trying not to get spoilers, but... Yeah. I've watched a couple movies, and I wish I remember the names, because mm-hmm. uh, there's something like that. And it just gives you such a perspective. Uh, the people who work to get people out of mm-hmm. prison, like, is so huge. You're changing someone's life. Like, they're spending time, they're spending their life in prison for something they didn't do. That's a huge thing that, hopefully, if you're listening and this inspires you to go donate to it. Um, some organizations. Or just learn. Yeah, or just learn. uh, Spread the word. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So moving on, um, this is a moral question that my psych teacher um, read to us and we answered and like talked about it. So I'm going to introduce this here. And I haven't heard it yet. And she hasn't heard it yet. So this is the first time she's heard this. Um, So hopefully you guys can think along with us. So I'm just going to read it out. A woman was near death from a special type of cancer. There was one drug that the doctors thought might save her. It's a form of radium that a druggist in the same town had recently discovered. The drug was expensive to make, but the druggist was charging 10 times what it cost to produce. So he paid $200 for the radium to make it, but charged $2,000 per small dose of the drug um, to the public. So the sick woman's husband his name is Heinz, went to everyone that he knew to borrow money to try and afford the drug for his wife and only could gather about $1,000, which is half of the cost of the drug. He told the druggist that his wife was dying and asked him to sell it either cheaper to him or let him pay the rest later. But the druggist said, no, I discovered the drug and this is the cost and I'm going to make money from it. So Heinz got desperate, broke into the man's store later to steal the drug for his wife. So the question is, should he have broken into the lab to steal the drug? Why or why not? And then there are three options, um, and you pick an option, and then we're going to go into um, what that choice means about how you see 
and think morally. Okay. So the first option is seal or steal the drug, and he shouldn't go to prison because that's unfair because he's doing something um, good for mm-hmm. his wife, and the guy was being unfair to him. Two is Heinz should not steal the drug because that's breaking the law, and the guy you know is in his full right to offer full price. Or three. He should steal the drug for his wife, but accept any prison sentence. Okay. So, I already know my answer, because yeah. I remember doing this in class, but what about you? I have an answer, and I just realized I actually have heard this before, and I think oh, I really? might have said something different the first time I heard it. Okay, so but what do you think now? I'm going to say, if he... Because your moral thoughts change over time. Yeah. If he, if it's what he wants to do and he cares about his wife, then I think he should steal it, but I think that he should accept prison sentences because that's so that's what okay so that's what i think too and um explain your reasoning well the choice he makes like going into it he knows what the repercussions are Mm -hmm. and although i do think the guy that's selling it is being like a complete dick (laughs) by charging a ton for it and he came with like a thousand but also that's like the decision that he made and if if the guy were to steal it and get away from it get away with it um that just tells everyone that they can steal from it and everyone soul stuff yeah it would create chaos exactly. so although i would want him to get away with it because i feel like um he would he went yeah, with yeah. a thousand and tried being a nice dude first um i just don't think that if one person gets to get away with it then everyone Other one, everyone else is it. gonna think that they can yeah. or yeah they, they should so yeah for me it's the exact same thing and it's like but i think um I think he should steal it for his wife. I don't think he should let his wife die because that's also, like, him just being like, oh, well, you know, throw the towel in. Like, I tried. It's like, well, you didn't try your hardest. She's your wife and you love her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that he shouldn't get away with it because, like you said, like, he's going into it knowing what the repercussions are for stealing. Um, and I, th- I think it's, this, yeah, it's just, like, the same thing and... If if he does it, then everyone's going to think that it's okay for them to do it. And the other thing is, like, there are rules for a reason. Like, when there are no rules, like, stuff just turns into complete chaos, like you said. Yeah. And there's no organization. There's no, um, like, sense of, like, just, there's no, like, community, really. Because it's, like, mm-hmm. no one, no one's on the same page about things. Like, even like- if you don't agree with some rules, like it helps what keeps things progressing and moving forward. Like, if you're always trying to constantly figure out, like, what you're going to do, how you're going to get things, if there's, like, no rules in place, like... And if you disagree with the rule and decide to not follow it, it's like you think you're a, like, exception. Yeah, exactly. You think you're exceptional um, of everything. And then you're just... Either everyone's going to be upset with you and, like... It's going to put you in a bad spot and stress everyone out, or everyone's going to start doing the same thing, and then, like, you said, like, yeah, why are there rules in the first place, yeah. then? Um, and also, I just, I, I mean, I just think about this, like, if you think it's okay to steal from someone, like, what if you worked really hard for business? Would you want someone to steal from you? Exactly, like, golden just, rule, yeah. yeah. Yeah, do unto others as you do unto yeah. yourself. So you want to read what this means? So, yeah, so basically, um, there are three types of moral thinking, and this is based off of... Um, it's called, hold on, I'm trying to read the name so I don't say it wrong, Piaget's Theory of Moral Development, and I got 
Um, these definitions from simplepsychology.org. Um, I've also heard these from my teacher. I just don't have the notes on it. But basically, like, as you're growing up, there's stages in your life where you um, have one way of moral thinking and then you grow up and you learn a different way and then you grow up and you learn more and stuff too, but you still, um, like, once you get to a certain point in life, like, some people think still certain ways than others and it really depends on how you were raised and Mm -hmm. the situations you were put in. Like, that's really where your moral thinking comes from is, um, or what people think it comes from is from how you grow up and what situations you're put in and what you were raised to think. Yeah. Um... So the first, if you chose the first one, which is steal the drug and not go to prison because going to prison would be unfair because the guy was unfair and he tried, um, that is the thinking of autonomous mortality or morality. I'm sorry. Mortality. 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 (laughs) No, morality. I'm sorry. But that's basically saying that there's no absolute, um, right or wrong and that the morality depends on the intentions not the consequences so that's like the he tried his best he gave options to the guy he tried to find a way to obtain it in a in a nice like good way he just didn't have all of the money right then um and he's trying to help his sick wife like it's not a super selfish thing like he's doing it for her not for himself um and so, basically, that's saying, like, it, the intentions are good, um, so there's no, like, real, like, strict right or wrong here. Yeah. Because the intentions were good. So, that's um, autonomous morality. <laughs> Struggling. <laughs> <laughs> autonomous morality. So, that's, like, um, like one way of, um, like, moral thinking. Yeah. But I just want to know on that, that would be so hard to do in today's society, like, Everyone would have to decide what people's intentions are, and you never know what exactly, are. exactly. And that's why that one's um like for me that one's kind of iffy because yeah. it's like well you know people can lie, <laughs> but so for option number two, if you chose that one, the he should not steal the drugs because that's breaking the law. Um, that is called heteronomous morality, and it's morality as a, as obeying other people's rules and laws that cannot be changed. Um pretty straightforward and i think there's a lot of people that do think that way that they're very like by the book like this is the rule like we can't bend it or break it like this is how it is um and i think there are a lot of people that are like that and i think everyone knows people like that or Mm -hmm. know that they're like that themselves yeah if anyone's read little fires everywhere the mom's kind of like that it's Mm -hmm. just like really by the rules (laughs) yeah very like you know this is how it is this is how it's always been this is how all you will be um, the third one, Heinz should steal the drug, but accept any prison sentence. Which is what we um, chose. Which is what we chose. Um, that is known as imminent justice, and it's that punishment should automatically follow bad behavior, but also still kind of along the lines of, like, that there's still those good intentions. So he's doing it for a good cause, but, like, there are rules, and that there should be punishment for bad behavior. Um, because otherwise, without it, like, it just shows other people that there is no repercussions for their actions there is no follow-through um and the people can just basically you know they can think that they can do whatever they want yeah. and get away with it um and whatever and then like they can do whatever actions they think is just um if people do things to them yeah which that's where like real chaos comes in is like when you were saying like if you do this bad thing to someone else like how would you feel if someone did that to you and i think once people start thinking that they're exempt from rules and then like rules are broken against them 
they start to think that they can take matters into their own hands and how they think, um, like, the punishment should be. Um, and that's where I think things get really, really, like, messy quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, um, if you guys want to look more into that, it's um, Piaget's Stages of Moral Development. Um, and it's based around, like, how he thinks, like, children grow up and how they think more, like, growing up and there's different stages. But it still plays into, like, adulthood. Yeah. Um, I, wonder what the like, majority, I wonder what the majority of, like, the U.S. even would yeah. pick. Yeah. In my this. class, most people, actually, it was, like, between the, um, he should steal it and not get in trouble, and then there was, like, a decent amount of people who said that he should steal it but get in trouble, and it was, like, really between those two, like, most people thought he should steal it, basically. Yeah. But it was really, like, kind of up in the air I'm about surprised. I'm surprised that people would say that he should get away with it. I'm not. I was surprised by the people who said he shouldn't steal it. Like, that shocked me. <laughs> I was well, like, okay, my thing is, like... Like, if he doesn't want to steal it, I don't think he should. I just feel no, like, like he wants to, honestly. Well, he did. Ba- based off of... Okay, oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, a- it's absolutely right. Like, if he doesn't want to steal it, like, he shouldn't have to. But, like, um... And, like, that's, like, a whole not- That's a whole other thing, too. Like, yeah. should he steal it? But this one's, like, he stole it. Like, should he have done that? Why yeah. or not? Why not? Would you? Yeah. You would, if it, your husband... If it was, like, my husband or my dad or something like that, like, I would definitely steal it. And then I would definitely take, like, the, um punishment for doing that because it's like i know i did a bad thing yeah but see okay originally i was gonna say i wouldn't steal but if i was gonna get the punishment i would because i i'm okay with like like if i knew that and yeah. i was okay with it i would do it yeah um but then there's the other question where it's like and sorry this is like another thing i'm <laughs> adding good. but um like and this is this is a whole different thing is like if someone hurt your family or was going to hurt your family mm-hmm um, and I, like, your only option to save them was to, like, murder the person that was, like, doing that, would you do it? This is really hard. Cause or, if, or if they were going to hurt you, mm-hmm. would you do it? Okay. I feel like that's two different things. If, yeah. Because I always tell people this. I feel like for some people it's not. Because for some people it's like, well, you're still murdering a person and you yeah. shouldn't do that either yeah. way. For, okay, for me, I tell people this all the time, but I don't think that I have the strength and, like, not even, like, strength, but, like, mental strength to kill someone. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't think that I could possibly do that. Even if someone was pointing a gun at me, I couldn't I couldn't shoot them. Yeah. But when it's my family, I feel like that's a little bit different because it puts me out of the equation. And I'm well, protecting talked, someone sorry, else instead. I was going to say, you've talked about some stuff like this before where, like, where you really care about other people mm-hmm. more. Like, you, like, think about how your actions affect other people and if other people are okay. And so that makes sense. Yeah. A lot for you mm-hmm. to hear well, that. What would you say? Oh, for, well, I'll, you finish what you're saying. <laughs> I oh, well, that, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, I I can't shoot someone protecting myself, but maybe if I... Because I would realize how... But do you think it's, it's right? Do I think it's right? Do you think it'd be right to do that? Yeah. Like, we'd have to find, like, a, good, a better, like... I think it's right. If someone's trying to kill you, they deserve death. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's too. like... But, it, yeah, because it's, like, it's down to that, like, selfishness They thing made the like, decision to try to kill you. They're yeah. making it their decision. Yeah. Because, like, so, for me, like, um... I... Yeah, if... If my family was in danger, um... You know, and, and someone was... Because if... if so, the thing is, is I think about it as... They are going into it knowing that they are going to hurt somebody. Yeah, exactly. That is their goal and that is their intention. 
if I am put in a situation where my choices save myself and protect my family or die and let my family die, I'm going to, like, take that action because um, I did not go into it with the intent of, like, oh, I'm going to plan this and, like, I'm going to go and, like, kill this person or, like, you know, go hurt this this person's family or whatever or, like, these people. But, like, as protection. But as, like, protection or, like, to, like, help my family and protect my family, like. Okay, so. Yeah. If they killed your family and and you weren't there and then they're living at their house, would you go and find them? Because I wouldn't do that. I don't think... Because it's already over with. The the thing's already happened, and I'm not... At that point, it's not I don't think I would, but I would... But that's the other thing, though. It's, like, it's... That's really hard for me to answer. Like, I don't think I would, but I, you know, might possibly make it... Like, figure out a way to make sure that, um, one way or another, they cannot do that again. Yeah. Because as soon as you do it once, there's no telling that you won't do it again. Mm -hmm. And no one needs to go through that. Um... You know, and so I feel like if... This is really... Oh my gosh, this is making me think so much. Because I've always thought, like, I don't want to have someone's, like, life in my hands. Like, regardless of what they've done, I just don't know if I could possibly make, like, that decision. I so, think for me, personally, based on how I was raised, I would sacrifice that for myself. Like, even if it made me feel like crap the rest of my life, it would make me feel like I gave justice to my family. Yeah, I get that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's really down to how, like, you're raised. Also, stuff. sorry to my family if I'm, like, like telling right? them <laughs> <laughs> They're listening. It's like, what? They're like, Sarah. <laughs> um, okay, we're running low on time, so we're gonna move on, um, lots of, lots of we don't do these deep stuff. Do no, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so, sorry, we're talking about our notes that we have out. Um, <laughs> so the next question is, if an artist does something wrong, like, like murder someone or rape someone, I'm guessing, is yes. what you're saying here. Um, and there are definitely music artists out there who do yes. this and who are going through this problem right now. Um, is listening to their music still, like, by per- like is promoting them, like, buying merch or listening mm-hmm. to their music promoting their behavior? So, basically, like, if they murdered someone, if you listen to their songs, are you pr- promoting their behavior because yeah. you're supporting them? So, is their art correlated to... Like, their behavior. So, the way that I see this is I think, yes, like, listening to their music, buying merch, things like that, watching their videos, um, if someone did something like murder or rape somebody, um, something like that big, I think that is promoting their behavior because if you think about it, when you buy their merch, watch their videos, or listen to their music, they are making money. So, they are still gaining and winning. Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing they that, be- their name's getting well-known. Yeah, exactly, and Pete, and not everyone's gonna, you know, look into that or care about that all the time, or they might not even see it. They might just be listening to music and stuff, and so you're promoting their business, which um, makes them feel good. And maybe, especially, like, they're probably with, like, news, um, like, their name is becoming more known by people who didn't know about them before, um, and people might start listening to music because of that. Um, and they're like, oh, well, this guy actually makes really good music, but, like, I hate, I don't like him as a person, mm-hmm. but his songs are good, and it's like, well, but he, you're, you're making him money right now, or, or her. Yeah. But, like, you're making them money right now, and I think that's promoting their behavior because they're still, like, in a way winning. hmm I think so, too, and this is hard because there's a lot of artists right now that have done bad things, and their music's really good. Like, it can be some of people's favorite songs, so how hard it is it 
to a song that maybe has even gotten you through like hard parts in your life yeah like and you want to listen to it because of what it means to you not what it has to do with that person at all like you just don't want it to be connected yeah which I is think really that is hard, hard. But for me as a person, I think as soon as I learned about that thing, like, it would completely change my thoughts on mm-hmm. on all of that. Like, just me personally, because I'm like, oh, this person who did this thing wrote this. And, like, that, like, to me, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I personally couldn't, like, do it. This is so crazy, but we, in my art history class, we read a whole thing on Hitler. He actually made a ton of art. Yeah. And people buy his art. And, like, what's the reason behind someone buying his art? And it could be about history and stuff like that, but that's just insane. Yeah, no, right? It's, like, we're, are you promoting that person? Yeah. Uh, are you supporting them? Or is it just purely for, like, the art itself? Yeah. Um, yeah, for Which me... Which I don't think anyone I think it even un- I think uh, even unintentionally, it does support the person. Yeah. Even if that's not, like, what you mean to. I think it definitely does, and I don't think people think about that. Yeah. All right, last question. <laughs> So, last question, a little bit lighter note. Does college <laughs> make people more skilled slash, like, is college essential? Um, so, the short answer is no. Both of us think that. Yeah. And so, we're taking this out of context of, like, in today's society, a college degree is very important. And it's kind of like a check mark on, like, your application, yeah. like, your resume. Um, but we're taking, like, that out of the equation. Like, are you get benefiting from college like is it essential for you to go to college to become to a more intentional person yeah and to gain the skills which your so, like, short answer was no and i would also say no and yeah what i've noticed through my life and i'm still very young and i have a lot to learn but i have learned so much from just working hard and actually uh experiencing the job hands-on and my brother who went to school for finance and accounting um at Oregon State he took all of his classes and stuff and then started working at a company and he said he learned more in the first six months of being working at his company than he did at the four years of his college but he needs the four years to do to get the job exactly which yeah so that's where I am like I agree with you is, is that um I think there's a lot of jobs that say that you need to have that educational background, but I feel like there's truly only, like, maybe a handful of those classes that are useful going into the job, Mm -hmm. Um, and all of the rest of the stuff is is learned by experience. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I think there's, like, a lot of jobs where they're like, oh, you have to have done this for so long to do this job, and blah, 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 but you actually, like, don't need that Mm -hmm. going in, and it's like... You know what I mean? Like, I, I this don't is, know. This is also hard because going to college can make you more mature and it can, like, make you a more well, well-rounded person. Like, taking these classes that don't necessarily have to do with what you're going to do can make you more well-rounded person. But also, if we're just weighing, like, t- how, like... Uh, Hands-on work is based. Well, weighing, like, the... the I can't think of it. Like, how the, much time is worth. Yeah. Like... Uh, money is time or time is money yeah money is time <laughs> could you could you right out of high school be starting this job and learn more from a mentor or oh yeah like just right. an unpaid internship that lasts two years instead of a four-year college degree that's and it depends on the field you're going into but I think a lot of places are have unnecessarily 
required a bachelor's degree for something that doesn't necessarily need a bachelor's degree. No. Like, it just needs, like, an associate's. Yeah. You know? And um, it's sad, because it's... The money thing is hard, and I think... Yeah. I mean, we could go into how expensive colleges and, and how ridiculous and how impressed. unnecessarily money goes to these other things cr- like they just hire people who don't do anything just because they need to get rid of their money yeah and charge students more but yeah exactly there's a lot of we could talk about that we can just do like a whole episode on college yeah. stuff but but i just would hope as a society and if you become a business owner like taking into account like how much someone can learn from just like experience experience and maybe just like bring someone on like not paid but just to like learn and uh Mm -hmm. stuff like that exactly like it might be hard for you now but it's gonna it's gonna benefit you in someone else's life in the long run yeah that's really what it's about and not even just going directly into your field but i feel like for the for people who and i don't want (laughs) to this sounds bad but for people who maybe, like, haven't worked just, like, a minimum wage job and yeah. just, like, jump into college and then jump right into their uh, workplace, I feel like they might have a little bit of a harder time because just experience from, like, minimum wage jobs or just, like, lower-end jobs, you learn so much about work ethic just from that experience. Oh, yeah. I think it's really beneficial. It so much. Yeah. You it's learn, not fun. You learn a lot <laughs> of It's skills. not fun working at McDonald's or working at... I mean, it can be sometimes. Yeah, yeah, depending on your staff. Yeah, depending on staff and guests and whatnot. <laughs> but, like, you learn, like, you go through more, like, not more. Different stress level, different types of stress. But, like, yeah. the customers that you deal with just from, like, that in itself is going to make you such a, like, well-rounded person. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a, yeah, there's a lot to unpack with that question. Um, We can go back into it on another time. But... We are getting down oh, wow. um, to the end. Of, I mean, the last episode was about this long, too. Um, we're getting down there on time. So we're going to call it for now. If you guys have more questions like this that you want to hear our answers to or um, talk about just with us yeah. on the side, reach out to us. Um, if you have any questions about what we said, I love talking um, about like, all to these us. topics. So. Yeah, they can. we can talk about these things. For, we can talk about anything forever. <laughs> yeah. But, um, That's true. Yeah, so thank you guys for listening in. Look out for those um, book episodes in the future. We're really excited for those. And like we said, if you have any recommendations for books like that, uh, shoot them over our way. Yeah. But for now, see ya. Thanks for listening.